Welcome to Lash Girls Need Love Too. We are your co-hosts and lash artists, Italia and Crystal. This podcast is where we give raw and detailed tips as well as advice on how to grow and run a successful lash business. We are both in different stages of our businesses and want to share our journeys with you all. Listen and follow along if you are trying to grow your business, grow individually as a lash artist, or for authentic insight into the lash industry. Hey guys, welcome back to Lash Girls Need Love Too. This is your co-host Crystal and Italia and today we're going to do an episode on retention. So that can include retention issues, retention tips, um, and how to figure out and pinpoint what exactly is causing issues if you are having issues with your client's retention. And disclaimer, I'm severely <laughs> congested with these allergies. The pollen has officially hit yes. surface everywhere. It's officially spring. Yeah, and I can't find the trees where the pollen or wherever the pollen comes from. I don't know where it's coming from. However, my co- like I put the window down in my car for two seconds, and the whole dashboard was just like yellow. Yeah. And I was like, oh. yeah. And I was it's like, yeah, bad. this bad. And I cannot <laughs> breathe. So I hope that my voice and everything is not weird and disgusting. She's going to be sorry. sniffling and sneezing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try to cut that out. I'm going to have a lot of editing to do, but I'm going to try to save you guys the, the distress. So we're also going to mention on how you can like pinpoint if the retention is caused by you or if it's something to do with the client and just kind of advice on kind of what to look for to see like, is it me or is it the client and like, how do I resolve this moving forward? Yeah. And also how to talk to your client about it because of yes. course you don't want to always make it seem like it's immediately their fault or like, oh, it's not me. I do perfect job every time. Yeah. Like, And there's such a, there's a definitely a way to like, handle that and we're going to discuss that with you guys yeah communication is key and just kind of talking out things with your client just to see the possible um just to see the possibilities of what it might be so first we're going to start with some tips on making sure that you're doing your part as a lash artist to ensure your retention is going to be the best it can be yes so the first thing that you have to focus on and figure out is the humidity and the humidity in your room as well as how it's affecting with your glue because I just want to mention this first before we get into anything like every glue is different so what an artist may be saying about their glue might not be the same for your glue so you really have to learn your glue and that obviously takes time and practice but you have to figure out what works best with for your glue and how to work with your glue and one thing that is going to affect your glue and your retention with your glue (laughs) i feel like i'm saying glue, (laughs) yeah but it's gonna be the humidity and also where you live affects that and also it also depends on what time of year you know in the summer if it's humid where you live or Mm -hmm. in the winter where it's dry that's not everywhere however that's how it is where we live so we have to adjust the humidity based on the season and also based on even the day because some days, you know, Virginia has yeah. very flippy floppy <laughs> weather. So it just depends. Um, you can just go based off the weather app and you can take a look at what the humidity is that day. Um, if you're having a door that's coming from outside that's opening and closing and letting that mm-hmm. air or humidity in um, – Versus like us, we work inside of a suite right now. So like we don't really have that issue because we're just people are coming in from a hallway, which really doesn't affect it. But like when you're opening the door several times a day to the outside, that can definitely quickly like affect affect it. it, Yeah. Yeah. 
So another thing that you have to be ensuring that you're doing when working with your glue is that you're using the proper amount of glue when you're applying your lashes. So depending on what glue you're using and the consistent the consistency of it, you may use you you may have to use more glue with some other glues and less glue with other glues. So you just have to figure out what is best with the glue that you're using and you know obviously you don't want to use a lot of glue where it's yeah, so bulky that can be a bad thing. yeah but you don't want to use not enough to where it's not being able to attach it properly so you just that comes with practice and time too to figure out exactly how much you need to be using and I definitely feel like using too much glue is very visible and obvious mm-hmm. and it yeah doesn't look good it doesn't feel good on the client's eyes you know especially during allergy season like when they're constantly touching their eyes even though we don't want them to yeah. I feel like definitely feel like if you are like putting too much glue to try to make sure they're gonna stay or something like that thinking that's the resolution to the problem that actually might make it worse so you definitely don't want to result to trying to use like a little bit more adhesive than normal or you definitely don't want to just make it like a very thick bulky coat of lash adhesive over the lash extension yeah you just have to find that like sweet spot with your adhesive so the next thing you have to do as the artist is make sure you're placing them correctly so you don't want to place the lash where the base is not fully attached and it's kind of lifted up and it can easily get pulled off or if you're placing fans we hand make all of our fans so you want to make sure that you're not just kind of placing it on top of the lash and you want to make sure it's adhering properly to the natural lash. So that's another thing that you have to focus on as the artist. So like preferably like if you do hand make your fans, making sure that the base of each fan is like wrapping around the natural lash instead of just placing it on mm-hmm. top. I'm not saying that the you lashes can't. won't last if yeah. you're just placing it on top, if you're using a pre-made or whatever. However, for us, like specifically using handmade fans, that is the best retention. And it really does help with the lashes lasting longer and making sure that they're staying on until that natural lash does shed. Yeah. And as you lash more and more and you get more practice, you'll see like what works best for you and you'll see your retention. So it kind of just comes with time. All of these kind of come with time to like see exactly how you're working with your glue and your technique. But placement is definitely really important. So you definitely want to make sure you're placing them correctly when you are doing lashes period because the sooner you do all these things correctly the sooner you'll be able to learn okay this is like what I'm supposed to be doing so the next one is to be sure that you're getting your sets full so obviously if you only do 70% of their lashes they're not going to last as long if you did 90% so you as the artist have to make sure that you're getting your sets full so they last the time that they need to. What would you say a good percentage is of like trying to make sure you lash each time that's finished? Well, it just depends because everybody's natural lash amount is different. So if somebody has so many natural lashes that it's like you're lashing even more than what you would a regular person at 100%, then it's like it just depends on what their natural lashes are. So... But, like, for an average person, I mean, like, 90%. 90 to 95, yeah. Yeah. 
Like, obviously, I feel like it's almost unrealistic to get every single lash, especially, yeah. like, the lashes that are very, very baby. Yeah. Um, sometimes and I like to just leave those alone, depending yeah. on how baby they are. And there's some lashes that, like, especially for the more curly lashes or lashes that kind of like twist or do whatever there's yeah. some that like you can't because they're just not gonna or grow. they like grow down yeah to point downwards yeah so you're not gonna get it 100 percent, but you want to shoot for getting them as full as possible and that's like up to the lash artist to make that judgment of yeah. what they think is best because if you can tell that a lash is literally their natural lash is really pointing directly down like almost into their eye yeah. Obviously, you wouldn't put a lash on that if you know that it's doing that. So, because when they open their eye, it's going to be In their pointing eye. downwards with yeah. the extension on it. So, like, that's just definitely up to us as a lash artist to make the judgment of what we feel best is, like, safe for their lashes and mm-hmm. what their lashes can handle. Whatever lashes just need to just be left alone. So, at the end of each service, you should be making sure that every single lash is separated. If they're not separated and there's a couple that are stuck together then that's going to affect the retention because it may pull out more lashes than should be or that are not ready to so then you're gonna your client's gonna come back with less natural lashes than they would have if they were all fully separated yeah that could create a bald spot if yeah it can create a bald lashes. spot and that's how you damage the lashes so like that is a very important step that you cannot skip over and i definitely feel like this is why la- like lash extensions i feel like has such a bad name yes i definitely feel like a lot of people skip over this or don't think it's as important and they just feel like oh they look good i'm done however it's like no you need to make sure every single baby lash and every single yeah. lash period is not stuck together because that is so damaging and it's painful for the client yeah. so they're and gonna say oh this area is sore or this one yeah. and then if you go to the area i'm sure you're gonna see somewhere stuck together and like ooh. yeah so you definitely just want to make sure that you're taking the time and setting out that time to at least twice or more during that service to be able to separate at least two times or more so that you are definitely ensuring that you're trying to get every single lash separated that way your clients have a comfortable experience yeah and if they're stuck together they're more than likely going to pick at them more so just make sure that they're separated so that's pretty much the gist of tips on what you need to do as the lash artist i'm sure there's other out there but those are like the main ones that you have to focus on when lashing and just to add on to separating is make sure that when you are placing them that you are isolating a single lash so that in the end there isn't you know thousand (laughs) there isn't multiple lashes that are stuck together if you're isolating and just having that one lash instead of sticking two natural lashes to one extension then it'll make separating a lot easier as well but you just want to make sure that you're always trying to just have one lash extension on one natural lash. That's like your main job as a lash artist. Yeah. And a good tip for um, isolating and applying lashes efficiently is to maybe like for us, we go back and forth between the eyes. We don't do one eye and then the other eye. So for us, we do outer corner, middle, inner corner, then go to the next eye, outer corner. And then that way, you're not going to like hit that lash or accidentally take yeah. off that lash that's still wet until it dries. So that way, you know, and then you can also get a more even symmetrical look between mm-hmm. the two eyes if you're going back and forth rather than if you're just working on one and then going to the other. And then last thing that I want to mention before we move on to talking about retention issues that could be caused by the clients is make sure that you are educating your clients on how to properly care for their lashes and clean their lashes 
because if they're not caring for them properly, then they're not going to last to their full potential. But moving on to the reasons why the client's retention may not be doing very well on their on the client's half is obviously the obvious one that is they're picking at them or touching them excessively and pulling them out, which is everybody knows that that's a big no-no. And it's kind of hard to fully get this out of clients like it's kind of hard for them to admit like oh I am picking or pulling but one way that you may be able to notice that this is happening is if all of your other clients retention is good and there's only a select few or one person that is showing up to maybe even a sooner appointment and having even less lashes then that could be a sign that they might be picking and pulling at them or it may be obvious in the way that they are having less less <laughs> less natural lashes if you can see like their spots where it looks like they've been pulled out then that's like a big red flag that they may be pulling the extensions out themselves and you have to like really kind of pay attention because what i do usually is um I get my clients to kind of tell on themselves and I know that sounds like mean or crazy or whatever. However, a lot of people like will like and not I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that like if you're asking them questions Mm -hmm. about like have you been your eyes been itchy? Have you been touching them a lot? Have they been bothering you? And you ask questions like that and they say, yeah, I was trying to fix these ones that twisted or something. They like, you know, they say something about them touching them excessively. Then, you know, okay, well, even though their goal wasn't to like pick them out or maybe they weren't even doing it as like a nervous tick or anything like that. Mm-hmm. They were just like something was bothering them. That's how you know, okay, they pulled them out this time. So I definitely need to, you know, adjust that in the price and everything because although maybe a lash was twisting, that's something that is kind of out of our control yeah. as a lash artist because we do the best to our ability to apply the lash that we think is right for that lash however we don't know how that natural lash is going to grow out so if it does grow out and twist you know we will take it off in the fill when we see it however between those weeks in that fill you know the client's job is to kind of just deal with it and i tell go ahead sorry Sorry. no it's okay and if they're excessively touching them just because of a twisted lash or just because of their itchy or, or because of their allergies or whatever you know we can't really like go deep like we can't really like do their lashes and make up for all that extra loss of extensions for Mm -hmm. free because it it costs us more time and more product to fix their lashes. So you have to charge accordingly. And I try to let my clients know that if there is something that is, you know, bothering you or they're twisted because they're grown out, don't touch it with your fingers. Use the brush and brush them because the more that you touch them with your fingers, the more twisted they can become and the more that you can aggravate it, aggravate the other lashes there that you just make more of an issue and a problem when you use your hands to try and fix it. So you need to educate your clients on that if something is bothering them, try not to ever touch them with your fingers and just brush them and try and fix it with the brush as best as they can. So another reason why a client might have bad retention is their lashes might just grow super fast. I have this issue with one of my clients and 
I, for the longest, I thought, okay, maybe she's picking at them, but she hasn't had like any less of natural lashes. And I can tell that it's from them growing out super fast because the ones that are on there will be grown out at like to the end. So it's like, I know, and it's like super hard to do her lashes because now like I'm not only did a lot of them grow out and fall out. Now the ones that are on there and grown out, I have to take off and now basically feels like a full set every single time. And I, I actually got it out of her too. Like, like, Oh, like I was like, do you take biotin or like, do you like do things to try and make your hair grow? And she was like, yeah, she like, always she like religiously takes biotin and I was like I can tell because like I can tell that your lashes are growing really fast and she was like oh well they're working for everything but my hair I guess <laughs> like it's just said it in a funny way but it's like that is kind of a hard position to be in because it's like I don't know like do I tell her okay you need to stop take <laughs> taking biotin because now your lashes are being affected in a way where it's more work for me each time, even though it's technically none of our faults. Like she's not picking them out, but her lashes are growing super fast. Now it's like not ever a regular fill. So I just, I still don't really know what to do about that because I don't run across that very often, but it is hard to kind of figure out what I'm supposed to do as an artist in that situation. If it's, they're just growing fast and it's neither of us it, like it's neither of us is um what's the word fault fault yeah yeah so like i've had that same situation before um and one client i had that was taking like biotin and stuff like that and then one client was using like latisse or another lash serum and what i basically tell them is listen i'm not going to tell you what you can and can't take however mm-hmm. you know also, you always have to remember in our consent forms, people, we ask if people take herbs and vitamins and we write and people do write biotin and stuff like that. So you can always kind of go back to their paperwork and pinpoint it there. Also, what I usually say to my clients is I let's say, listen, I'm not going to tell you you can't take biotin. I'm not going to tell you you can't use your last term that you paid for. However, let me just let you know that it is causing your lashes to grow out way faster than normal, meaning, yeah, you can't go four weeks. You can't go yeah. three weeks anymore. So, listen, you can take it as long as you want. That's your business. I can I cannot control you. However, if you are going to come in at four weeks and you're continuing to take it and it's growing out like this, it's going to cost you more. I know that you're on time for your fill and you're not picking yeah. out them. However, it's going to cost you more. But even a mini fill is going to cost you more because you have more fallen out than a regular person on a mini, like at a two-week fill. And that's what you got to tell them. And that's all yeah. you can do because, it's, again, it's not our fault either. However, like, um, it's not their fault. Like, they're not doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. However, like. You're still doing the work. Yeah. they're and, Well, however, they're still taking that, that vitamin or they're still taking it. And that's like, okay, that's fine. But it is, it's, it's affecting the lash yeah. extensions. So it's like. You we can't have both. it's not our fault either like we can't pay for you yeah. to keep using your serum or taking your biotin it's all now <laughs> it's gonna cost us money you know yeah. what i mean like you don't you don't really need to take yeah. it you're you're like you know or whatever so it's kind of just one of the things where it's like yeah it's weird however it's not our fault so we shouldn't have to pay the cost for it so that's all you can do and a lot of the times they'll either stop taking it or They'll come in sooner and pay more, whatever they're willing to do. If they want to take it that bad, they could pay more then. I mean, that's really, there's not many other options. Yeah, I still just have 
like an issue with confronting still like I'm still bad at having those hard conversations that I need to have just because I like I said in another episode I'm like in that wanting to please them state where I need to stop doing that and I need to like well now I feel like that I understand a lot more since I've been doing it a little bit longer now I'm like noticing these things and like I can actually know okay this is this and like know what to say but I just haven't had those conversations when I need to have them and I need to do that so don't be like me but yeah and that's the thing we've talked about in previous episodes where we're saying confrontation confrontation's definitely a hard thing to do especially when you know it's like with a client that you really love and you don't want her to think you're upset with her and mad at her you don't want to cause an issue however there's so many ways to handle it in a nice proper professional way that's not seeming like oh my gosh you need to stop taking that you're messing up with my <laughs> retention that i'm doing on you you know what i mean it's yeah. like we're not coming off that way we're coming off let, let me let you know that i i understand that you take biotin and like it's for other it's not just for your eyelash growth it's for your hair growth your nails growth whatever i understand that however it is heavily affecting your lash retention and it is going to cost me a lot more money to like just fill you normally even though you're coming on time and you're doing you're cleaning you're doing your part however it really is affecting the last retention so there's yeah. like i'm sorry but we have two options you could pay more or you could stop taking it that's really all yeah. that's all i think my issue is with like saying something is because i have now let it slide for so long that if i just out of the blue say something they i just feel like they're going to be like oh well like where's this coming from type of situation that's why i'm like well that's why you have to address at the beginning yeah Yeah, your problem is you won't say anything and then you're like well it's because i didn't like i feel like i didn't i don't know i didn't know what it was in the beginning so like but now that i know i feel like what you do is you like i like wait too long yeah like you build up the courage over time to say something and then it's like okay but you should have said it months ago or like a few fills ago you know Mm -hmm. so that's like that's something you're gonna learn over time everybody does like I used to be the same way where it's like uncomfortable or like in that situation like when I even like a few weeks months ago when I did that client where that's like the second client in my whole entire lash career that came in with her lashes like singed at the at the tips and it's Mm -hmm. like you know, they came on time and whatever, but I still had to like, it took me a good amount of time after like taking off all the grown out ones and like starting my regular fill to be like, um, did you get close to like heat or something? Like, I don't know why it mm-hmm. took me so long to say that, like, and confront her about it because like, it's not my fault. And yeah. it's very obvious. Every single lash was like bent, like they, <laughs> they looked crazy. And it's like, I don't know why it took me so long to say something, but she said nothing. So yeah. it was like awkward because it was like yeah. she laid down like nothing was going on. And I just felt like that was so weird that she just like didn't even like give me a disclaimer mm-hmm. before she laid down or nothing. It was time for me to start applying extensions. And it was like, okay, I have to just ask her like, hey, are you do you want to pay for a full set? You want me to take them off? and reapply on new ones or do you want to leave them on and me to do a regular fill and you deal with them being singed until they all they like all the singed ones fall yeah. out and she was like oh i'll just deal with them it doesn't really bother me and i was like okay and i like it looked but crazy. like couldn't you not even like brush through them because when i had the my girl who had like one of her eyes like kind of 
Like, they weren't extremely bad. But, like, at the end, some of them were bent. Was she classic? No. Oh, see, my girl was natural. And because... Yeah, she was a natural set. And that be- would look even more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but because like her, she doesn't have that many natural lashes, or hers are la- her natural lashes are so spread out, and there she doesn't have that many, so it was not even like a super full set. That it wasn't like I feel like your like volume was more mm-hmm. like singed together versus like yeah. each one just bent. I feel like vo- like having yeah. fans and stuff could be worse. They're thinner. Yeah, yeah, like to be brushed through. But hers, no, they brushed through just fine. It was just the fact that they were like they looked like spider legs, like the curl. Like Nova Lash has such a beautiful curl to their yeah. extensions that doesn't like they don't you don't doesn't lose the curl when they get wet or anything. Yeah. But it's like when they get thin, it's just like an ant leg. But you have something. to be you have to be so close. She to- said that she's surprised that she her eyebrows or her hair is still there because she was what? so close. She said she was burning logs or something. I don't know what she <laughs> said she was burning something. But um, I was like, oh, okay, well, just be careful because obviously your lashes. But it's just so weird that she – so she knew. She knew what she did. Yeah, she told me she did she... it. You know, it was all that. <laughs> However, it's just the fact that she just didn't even care. Like, yeah. it was fine. So that's okay. just – that's just the way to go about it. You just ask yeah. them, hey, listen, These are your, options. your lashes are sin. There's nothing I could do to fix it. All I could do is to take it off and charge you to replace them, which is mm-hmm. going to be a full set because every single one is singed. So another thing that could be affecting your client's retention is the way that they sleep on them. So if they sleep on their face usually and they're like rubbing their face and their eyes all in their pillow, then that could affect it in a negative way compared to somebody who doesn't do that just because they're getting more irritated and touched than normal and for like a, like at a certain amount of hours they're literally laying yeah a, a weird way or being mm-hmm. pushed against their will you yeah. know exactly if you're like laying on them and they're flat just the wrong way then it's gonna be more irritating and could po- it could possibly make them fall out or if you're using a sleep mask, just make sure you're using the eyelash safe ones. So there, there's sleeping masks that have that are like cuffs, so your eyelashes are not pushed against. Mm-hmm. So if you are using a sleeping mask and you're getting extensions, um, make sure you are using that. Or just tell your clients about it, or retail them in your shop, whatever you want to do. However, just yeah, make sure you're using one that's safe yeah. eyelash extensions, as well as. Like now, allergy season, when people are going to have irritated eyes, they're itchy because of the pollen or they're swelling or they're watery because of the allergies, then they're going to be more irritated than normal, obviously. Right. And like Crystal said, this is the time where people are heavily touching their eyes. So make sure they're, you know, for us, we use our Novolash Clean pads that are very oily that Mm -hmm. um, moisturize and nourish our lashes and definitely help that retention between the adhesive and the lash even stronger and stay strong. So like um, if your lashes feel dry and brittle, they like rejuvenate them. So literally Mm -hmm. like for us, we're making sure our clients are really actually using them every single night, especially during this time, and especially for people with bad allergies, because it definitely is a weird time where you're kind of just like so irritated that your nose is stuffed up and your eyes are watery and itchy that you're just like, oh my God. And you're just like, 
going at it. Yeah. Going to town on your eyes. And now, you know, now you go to your fill on time and you're thinking, oh, it's fine. However, no, like <laughs> I understand. I have bad allergies too. Like I understand. However, we still have to charge you because your retention is not there and it's yeah. not my fault that yeah. allergies and stuff exist. So I can't take the cost for you. So I definitely just want, like, I feel like everybody should kind of give the, like, let their clients know during allergy season to just be more careful than ever with yeah. your lash extensions and to clean them and brush them and just care for them more than ever. And I try to let my clients know as well, like, it's okay to itch your eyes. Like, try to just focus on, like, itching your eye, but try not to, like, itch your extensions and, like, touch your extensions. So when you're itching your eye, just make sure that you're brushing them as well after you've messed with it because that can cause them to get twisted, tangled, whatever the case may be. So just itch your eyelid and like around your eye, but try to avoid the extensions and then just brush the extensions when you need to. And you can also like uh, like a tip slash trick is you can like use like if it's itchy around your lashes, you can use your brush to wiggle along your lash line and brush your lashes and it will help like itch your lash line instead Rather of you than touching going with it. Your nails yeah. or your fingers yeah. or like ink. because like even though people say, Oh, I'm not like picking them off, you just touching and rubbing and you know, giving that little like yeah. friction can it affect the way that they're placed. Yeah, and that's gonna yeah. encourage them to come off. That's yeah. not gonna like make them stay. So it's definitely <laughs> like, even though if you're not meaning to or you feel like, oh, this is not, I'm not doing that. Like yeah. technically, you still are. So just more, don't touch them with your fingers if you can. Yeah, more harm than good. So the last thing we have is if your clients are cleaning their lashes improperly or if they're not brushing them daily because brushing your lashes really do does make a difference and it's really important to make sure that they are brushed every day so that they can stay in the way that they were placed and that they can stay untangled or if there's any that are growing out wonky it will still encourage them to be placed in the correct way and it'll also if you're brushing them daily it'll it will encourage you to not touch them as frequently if you're able to brush them and keep them in place so like just being too aggressive even though you're yeah. like oh i'm cleaning them yeah but you're being too aggressive and you're rubbing the wrong way or you're doing yeah. this so we tell people like not to like wipe down on the lash line where the lash bases are yeah we say to wiggle across and get in there and make sure you're cleaning we but we always tell to wiggle we don't say wipe 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 because people get way too aggressive when the they're base. wiping yeah. yeah so we just say wiggle and get it you can definitely get in there and we want to make sure you're getting all in that lash line and make sure you're getting it clean However, when you tell people to wipe, they just go to town like they just so definitely (laughs) watch how you word when you're telling people how to do aftercare and how to clean their lashes. Watch how you word it because people definitely will go to like think they're doing good like oh I'm really cleaning these lashes <laughs> well you're also really messing them up too so you definitely <laughs> want to make sure because I've had someone say oh like I told them to wiggle but then they came back and said yeah I felt like when I cleaned my lashes like I just saw a good amount in the sink and I was like well show me how you were cleaning it and they showed me I said, oh no 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 like <laughs> you're literally like and they said like the base of their like they were pulling their natural lashes out but oh. I was like you were doing it yeah like you were doing it like way too rough because that's not like an easy thing to do you yeah. can't you don't just pull your lashes out yeah so um so watch how you're 
you're explaining it to your clients mm-hmm. and then if make- they're having issues make yeah. sure you're very clear and show them you know i even if you have a video on instagram or on your website or whatever or even if you just show them in person mm-hmm. just try to make sure that you're also doing a little visual representation of how to yeah. do it um and then brushing just always just express how much importance it is to brush their lashes because it's it's getting those ones out that need to be sh- like that need to shed and not need to like stay there and lay and cause more pressure and weight on other extensions and the other lashes so you definitely just want to make sure they're brushing them and making sure they're um growing and staying and laying the correct way that they're supposed to in a healthy way yeah so the gist of all of that is make sure you're doing your job to make sure that your clients are educated in everything that they need to so that they can they can care for them properly and just remember retention is very important I mean, who, if someone's having crazy bad retention, I don't think they're going to continue coming to you. Yeah. I mean, come on, like retention is the number one thing. Like no one wants to get their lashes done every week. Like not a lot of people have time for that and not a lot of people want to do that. And it's very costly to come every single week. So I definitely feel like retention is number one. So that is like part of like your business is just having, you know, a good name and knowing that people say, okay, their lashes last. So Mm -hmm. you definitely just want to make sure that you really put some time into that and effort. So extending off of what Italia is saying, that obviously all these tips we shared and advice we shared with you guys will help, you know, kind of figure out your retention issues and how to not have retention issues. But you also, the biggest thing is you have to make sure you're using quality product that even is going to have the potential to last through all of these things as well. So That's kind of like number one thing too is make sure that you are figuring out what products work for you and make sure that they have, make sure that they are good quality. And yeah, you want to be passionate with the quality. Oh my God. You want to be passionate about the products that you use because that's literally like that's your business that's, that's your like, money maker yeah you yourself and your products are the yeah. money maker i mean that's what they're <laughs> that's, paying for so that's what it is so. yeah and lastly i just want to go a little bit more into detail about confrontation and how to confront your clients um if they're having retention issues or complaining to you about it or you're just noticing it and they're not saying anything and they think it's normal however you're realizing or noticing that each fill you just feel like okay this is like more than it should be mm-hmm. this they have less than 40 percent, and i definitely think they're they're you know retention hasn't always been this way or whatever so the way to go about it is Sometimes I just ask like, hey, do you feel like you have like less lashes than your normal other fills? And sometimes they'll say, no, I don't feel like it. Or they'll be like, yeah, I do. And I'll be like, was there anything different? Did you do anything different? Did you go anywhere? Did you know what I mean? Because sometimes when you go out of town and you're, you know, like if you go like if you live in Arizona or Nevada Mm -hmm. and where it's dry heat and then you come to Virginia where it's crazy humid in in the heat, like your lashes may definitely act a little different because of the humidity and stuff like that. So that's important to ask. Like you're not trying to be all up in the business like, oh, where have you been? But it's just like (laughs) it's more so for the fact that I'm trying to fill your lashes and I just want to make sure that we're on the same page because if I do have to charge it more, I don't want you to feel like, oh, that's my fault or anything. So I definitely feel like explaining and 
making sure you're educating your clients about how retention works with humidity and if you're following your aftercare, making sure that you express that even if it's a client you've had for two years. You just have to make sure that you're letting them know that, listen, I can tell, and be honest, if you can or can't, some people can't, if you could tell that, you know, you could tell when lashes are picked off, you could tell when lashes weren't being cleaned, you could tell when lashes, when it was your fault, um, that you placed it badly. Especially if you've been doing it for a while and you know, yeah. like, and you, that comes with time. Yeah. Because yeah. you can know and, like, you can tell when certain things are happening just because it's out of the normal for you and you know what's normal and not normal for right and that's why you just have to explain that to them and then you know you're the professional they should understand and they should trust you if you explain it good enough and you have to remember that they're your clients they don't do lashes so you Mm -hmm. have to explain it in a client perspective way for them to understand because again they're not the professional, so they don't know exactly how extensions and humidity and the glue and all that works. So I definitely feel like if you really do take the time to go and explain that to them and let them know so that it can like be prevented in the future or we can find ways to make try to make if they're going to go on a trip or whatever, make sure that their lashes last so that they don't have to pay more and don't have to come in sooner. That's important. And the best way is just to be open and honest with your client and they should understand. They shouldn't be getting upset with you. And if yeah. they are, then that just shows you what type of client they are and yeah, that's and they up to you what do you want to deal with that. Yeah, they might but, not be the client for you. Yeah, but like I always tell my clients like listen, I am not trying to you know, make up stuff or if, if, if I know, if I ever like do a bad job or feel like I didn't apply them right or whatever, like I will be able to tell that and I will take the blame and I will not charge you. And that's my thing. You know what I mean? Like I will take my blame if it Mm -hmm. is me. And when it's your blame, you take it, you know what I mean? And that's just kind of how it has to go. So I definitely feel like if you, you know, over time you'll learn and you'll be able to see, is it me? Is it the client? what it was and the best way is just be open and honest and ask some questions so you can yeah. understand what was going on so that we can prevent it so it doesn't it's not an every time thing you don't want them to have to pay extra every time you don't want to have to feel like oh I can't charge them because they're on time or whatever every time you don't want to put yourself or the client through that and you want their lashes to last as long as possible and the best as possible so that they feel like okay this is worth it So I just feel like if you are open and honest and you explain and educate to your client how it all works and like how to prevent it, how to fix it, if you give them other ways, I definitely feel like they will understand, they should understand, Mm -hmm. and that way we can fix it and you can, you know, continue being my client. And as always, thanks for listening. And follow us on all of our socials at Lash Girls Need Love too. Also, please subscribe and leave us a review if you're on Apple Podcasts. And feel free to leave any suggestions or reach out to us if you have any questions. We always love to hear from you. And we'll see you guys next week.